Hello, my name is Donnie Smith, and I'm the pastor here at Ascension Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. I hope this message changes, impacts, and challenges you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you enjoy the message, you can connect with us on our website, Facebook, or Instagram at Ascension Christian Center. Thank you, and enjoy. Even if we can't talk, even if I can't talk, I'm still going to praise the Lord. Because I don't want rocks to be the ones that are going to cry out. And if you can talk, if you can praise, now is the time to praise. Because and if we live in a country where we can praise God, that we, oh, we can praise him, we can talk about him. There is no threat of jail of all these things that so we have the opportunity now to go out, to preach the gospel, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. We can do this. And the spirit of God, the spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is living in us now. Ooh, what a privilege that is. You want a privilege to come up here and preach. How about a privilege that God lives in you? Talk about that privilege. Whatever privilege we have, the fact that the God of this universe came, died on a cross, and rose again so that we could know him. That is a privilege. That is the ultimate privilege, and we all have that. So we, and we can go out and tell people about him. Okay, so in the spirit of the season... Man, let's let's like redeem all the holidays. You know, we did it to Christmas. Christmas was the is the winter solstice. It was it was pagan, and now it's about Jesus. So let's do something about Halloween. Let's make it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's gonna be something. We're, we're gonna figure out a new holiday <laughs> that's about Jesus with some some themes. I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about fear uh, today because that's what Halloween is all about. It's all about fear. Uh, it's all about how can you scare people. Uh, what's scary to you? Ghosts, goblins, skeletons, dead things. Um, even it's just for fun. Um, but what does God say about fear? What does Jesus say about fear? Uh, and that's, that's important. Um, okay, so one of my favorite uh, passages in the... Did this just... Oh, nope, we're good. We're good. Maybe I won't walk over there. Higher. On the mic. Like that? Wow. Okay, don't hold it right here. Anyone else that has this mic, don't hold it on the bottom. <laughs> okay, so uh, so Jesus, so go back to Jesus' time. He was gathering, uh, he was gathering his disciples. He had just gone from village to village to village, teaching and preaching and casting out demons, healing the sick, doing all the good stuff. And so he finally has his core 12. He has his 12. See, who are my core 12? See, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. All right, you 12. You're my core 12. You're my, you're my disciples. So he gathers them up and he brings them. He's like, okay, guys, we just did all this stuff. Uh, or I just did all this stuff. It was amazing, right? And now I give you the authority to do it too. You can do it. You can, you can cast out demons. I give you the authority to heal the sick. I give you the authority to cleanse lepers. Those that could never be touched, that were separated from society, you can cleanse them and bring them back in uh, through my power, through my name, Jesus. Uh, and all this, you can do it. And now and I'm sending you out. This is the context of the, verse, of the passage I'm gonna talk about, is that he's sending them out. He says, as you go, and oh man, this is a sermon in itself. Uh, he says, as you go, Look for a house that receives you. Look for a house that will receive you, that will receive your peace. And don't take anything with you because the worker earns his wages. And those, that's like 10 sermons right there, <laughs> what I just said. Um, another time. Um, and then he says, 
Now I'm sending you out as sheep amongst wolves. People are going, are going to fight you. People are gonna, people are against you. They're gonna flog you. They're gonna beat you. They're going to throw you into jail. This is what's going to happen to you. If I am sending you out and people are going to hurt you, but don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jesus. <laughs> thanks. All right. And then he says, and then he, uh, so he gets them. He says, persecution will come, but don't worry about it. So this is what he says. Matthew 10, 26 to 33. We got, we got a slide back there. It's coming. It's coming. Get ready. It's good. This is how, man, how Jesus deals with fear is so interesting. I find it. Okay, here we go. Therefore, do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. All right. Uh, Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, would you make, would you just teach us right now? Would you teach us through your scriptures, through the words of Jesus? Make Jesus famous. We want, we want to see him. We want to know what you're talking about. We want to know what you're like. We want to know your ways, Jesus. We want to be like you. So thank you that you have made us in your image and that this is normal for us now. It's normal for us to not fear. It's normal for us to love you, to honor you, to fear you above every other thing in this world. Thank you, Lord. We are so grateful that you love us and you're with us. Yeah, so would you speak through me and give me grace with my voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so it's an interesting way. He says, do not fear. He says, do not fear what they're gonna do to you. So there's kind of three things that we have to fear kind of in this world. We've got the devil, man, and God. So in that whole, all that thing that I just, everything that I said to them and what I just read, he doesn't really talk about the devil and evil spirits and all this stuff. You know, it's, it's kind of funny, the spiritual warfare that happens there, what he says is when you go, cast out demons. That's it. Now, I'm not saying there's not more to do and study and, and that stuff, but like when he says, I'm sending you, I says, if the devil's there, just tell him to leave. That's it. <laughs> Tell them to leave. This is how we treat the devil. Like all these ghosts and goblins and spirits and whatever, it's like, just tell them to leave. It's like, and, and in another passage, Jesus is like, what happened? They didn't come out. How come we couldn't do it? And he's like, well, you need to pray and fast. He's like, okay. It's like so simple. Jesus is like, you just do it. Just cast them out. And what happens if the devil's attacking you? It says, Resist the devil, and what will he do? Flee. Flee. Wow. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Cast out demons. Resist the devil. <laughs> Boom. Spiritual warfare. 
You got it. I got your PhD in spiritual warfare. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So we don't have to fear the devil, right? <laughs> He's scary because literally, oh, Jesus is like, just, just cast him out. Like literally just tell him to stop. That's, that's it. This is it. It's so simple. <laughs> All right. So we're, we've, dealt with, we've dealt with the devil now. Devil's dealt with. And now he talks about the, the issue that's on a lot of people's hearts. Man, the fear of man, of what man can do to you. This, this is the heart of what we actually fear. Because we value the opinions of people. We value our comfort. When he was sending these people out, he wasn't telling them, oh, people are going to like socially reject you and they're going to think you're weird. He said, no, they're going to beat you and throw you into prison. When I was living in the Middle East, um, my wife and I serve as missionaries, and uh, years ago, I met a, um, one of the college students. So I met some new college students here, which is awesome. Love young people, love Jesus. I'm young too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm young too. Um, so this guy, he is, he's 20 years old. He uh, told his dad, he's, it's in a, a country that's 99% Muslim. Uh, he told his dad, I'm following Jesus now. And you know what his dad did? He didn't not just disown him. He grabbed him by the throat, threw him against the wall, and said, you do not follow Jesus. You are a Muslim. Persecution. This is what God says we will encounter. It may not be happening here in America, but it will come. There will come a day when persecution hits. He said, and his comfort for us is, this is the comfort that God gives to us. It's so funny. He said, oh, you fear what man will do to you. You fear that man can destroy your body. Oh, no, you shouldn't fear that. You should fear God who can not only destroy your body, but he can send your soul into hell. That's your comfort for me, Jesus? <laughs> well, they like can really hurt me. <laughs> he says, not only can they, they will. We all need to settle in our spirits that we will suffer. If you live as a Christian, if you live as a human, you will suffer. I love breakthrough. I love, that stuff is awesome. I want breakthrough. There's areas in my life I want breakthrough in. But I'm not, but I feel like I'm not as much of a breakthrough preacher. I'm a, eternity. Let's focus on eternity. What are we living for? We are not living for this life. Our life can be comfortable. You can be comfortable and have a full belly and money in your bank account and end up in hell. What matters is our eternity. What matters is that we know God and that this world would know God and walk righteously. Our example, the perfect human, was beaten, tortured, killed, and put on a cross, spat on. This is our example, is a man that suffers. This is what we, this is our example. And that's an example of love because he did that for us so that we can know him. This is amazing. It's an amazing truth. So our comfort, <laughs> man, our comfort that God says, he says that why do you care so much about what man will do to your body? Why do you care so much about offending man don't you care about offending God? Why do you care so much about being accepted by man? Don't you care about being accepted by God? 
You see, we, we fear so much what man can do to us, what our bosses can do to us. I think there are more Christians that listen, that are more obedient to their bosses than they are to God. <laughs> because your boss can fire you. Do you want me to talk about fire? <laughs> you want to talk about God's ability to fire? <laughs> Man, I, I'm preaching right here. My shoes are coming untied. <laughs> my shoe came untied. I stepped on it. Um, man, it is time for us as Christians to know that we don't care about what man's thoughts of us are. You see, and here in America, I feel like there is still, we still have that fear of man. If we're honest, if I'm honest, when I go to my job, I still want to be accepted. I still want my, my, my boss to think uh, I'm doing a good job. I want people to like me. Anybody have that? Anybody have that, that pleasing, man-pleasing, the people-pleasing, the people-pleaser, you know, no conflict. Conflict is bad. <laughs> Everybody be at peace. You guys like each other. Stop fighting. Uh, I don't want to fight with you. If we, and if we're honest, so one, okay, I think that's a, there is a redeemed peacemaker in that. Uh, there, well, you can be redeemed and be a peacemaker, but man, there's a fear of man in that. And we got, that's got to die. It's got to die. That is the, o- the only solution to that is the cross is it's got to die. Cause we need to follow him and we need to fear God and him alone. Okay. I'm making this thing a little bit quicker. It's already 12. So many sermons today. <laughs> My favorites, Donnie did great, but my wife did the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Man, my wife has a crazy story. Yeah, my wife got a lot of stories. Literally, she has shared her testimony at our home group, and the first response was, you should write a book. Um, because, well, literally, she is, and yeah, she's going to write a book about her life. It's, it's nuts. Um, okay. All right. Man. God can call, God, man can cause real pain. We know that. We've all been hurt by man. And it's hard. Jesus said it, it's, it's hard. And he, the Holy Spirit is a comforter. He will send us comfort. We are promised comfort, but we are not promised an absence of suffering. We need to accept that there will be suffering, there will be pain, and it will be caused by man, Mostly. And if you come to a church expecting people to not hurt you, <laughs> you're going to be very disappointed <laughs> because the longer you're in church, the more you're going to realize people need Jesus. <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> we need Jesus. <laughs> I need Jesus. Gosh, I swear, being in ministry, uh, I think I've become more introverted over time. <laughs> That makes sense because they're like, man, people have so many problems. <laughs> I, God, can I just be alone? <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone. Donnie knows. <laughs> yeah, but the love of God is more powerful than any selfishness that we would have, because God would send His Son, knowing that He would be hurt. 
God, the love of God is so strong that he knew my son will be beaten and killed and tortured, but I will send him anyways because I love these people so much. And as ministers, we say we love the people so much that I will endure whatever hardship there is because God must get glory and Jesus must get glory and we must look like him. Oh, man, but there is good news. He doesn't leave us to just say, oh, fear God, like you should worry about going to hell. And you know, he doesn't leave us like that. The next part, I love, gosh, I love Jesus so much. He's so smart with how he brings things together as he's talking about fear. He says, are not, can you bring the part where uh, the two sparrows, are not two sparrows sold? He says, are not two sparrows, so he's coming, man, Joel doing double, double duty on <laughs> slides and translation. <laughs> Um, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And there it, went, there it goes. Uh, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Man, it gets sober, but then he comforts you. He gives you the hard truth and he gives you the grace. This, it's, it's so good because this is what he says. You are going to hurt. There will be pain but the smallest pain you have, I see it. I see it when a sparrow falls. I see it when a hair falls off your head. I know every one of your hairs. I know every one of your days. And if you remain strong, this is what he said, keep following me, keep loving me. And this is why I focus so much on eternity. He says, I will acknowledge you in heaven. Wow. Wow. He says, I see your pain. I see all the people that have hurt you. I promised you suffering. This is, a, this is a world of suffering. But I'm going to acknowledge you in heaven. And I'm going to wipe away every tear. There will be no more sin. There will be no more pain. There will be no more divorce. No more sickness. You will not lose your voice anymore. <laughs> Because Jesus will be there in all of his glory and we will be there with him. I don't know about you, but I want to be acknowledged in heaven. I want to be acknowledged in heaven. I want to be acknowledged in heaven. Do you want that too? Do you want to see his face? See the fiery eyes, the hair white like wool. Do you want to see his face and love him for eternity and praise him for eternity? Because that's what we're going to be doing. We get to be with him. We get to be with him forever. I don't care what happens in this world because I get to be with him. I'll give away everything. Give away my job. Like if it is to give away my job, my life, everything, I will serve in whatever country you want me to because I get to see him. I get to be with him for eternity. We are not living for this life. We are living for another life. We are living for another life. Some of you need to get that. And the life we live now, it's not for us. It's not for us. It's for him. So when the suffering comes, it's going to suck and we're going to endure it. We're going to endure it for the sake of Jesus. We're going to praise him. So when we get through the other side, our test becomes a testimony. You know that word. 
we're going forward. We're going through. We're going through the suffering. And we're going to praise him and we're going to see him. We're going to see the glory of God. For I will see the glory of God. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I will see it. This is not a Halloween that celebrates death. Let's celebrate life. That I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I will see it. So whatever you're going through, you're going to see the goodness of God. Man, there's a verse that got me through when my dad had cancer. There's a verse that got me through, through that and through his death. It's another story. It said, for I consider the sufferings of this world to be incomparable to the glory that will be revealed to us. Incomparable. That doesn't mean that the sufferings will cease in this world. What it means is that there's a glory coming that is incomparable to anything we could experience here. Whatever you're experiencing here, you're gonna experience a glory that is gonna make you forget every single thing that you've experienced here. Wow, what kind of glory is that? I want a taste of it. And we can, we can do that now. God says, taste and see the goodness of God. Wow, we can taste and see now. Oh man, the Lord is good and we love him. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay. Okay, if you are here, you see, I feel like God wants to do something in us right now. I feel like he wants us to get rid of all of the fear of man that we have and that we're gonna be bold witnesses for him. So if you're here right now and you're saying, I am sick of the fear of man that I have. I am sick of the suffering that men have put me through. I want you to stand up and we're gonna praise him. We say, I choose Jesus. And, if you, and you, don't, you don't have to stand up, but if you wanna stand up, you better freaking stand up. You, if God has put it on your heart, you better stand up now because we are choosing him. And we're not choosing the fear of man anymore. I will not be afraid of man anymore. Yes, God. So everyone, hold out your hands. Hold out your hands right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God, let's just thank him. I just want you to, right now, think of the people that, the things that, people that have hurt you, the, um, gosh, the ways that, the thing that you are afraid of, the people that, are, that have rejected you, that you're afraid of rejecting, and just, just give them up to him. Just give them up. Just think of those people, your job, the people at your work. Yes, thank you, God. Your family members. Yes. All right. If you want to give it up, say, Father, I give up my fear. Take away my fear of man. And give me a fear of you. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this message impacted you today. If you'd like to support Ascension Christian Center, simply go to ascensionchristiancenter.com and click the gift tab or text ACCFL to 77977. Interested in hearing more? Check back weekly for new messages. Have a great day.